Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently tied 12 to 12 after five rounds, which means that on our 11th episode of Crosscut, we are finally going to Sudden Death. Welcome to Crosscut, a movie review slash trivia challenge show. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your other co-host, Chris. Chris, action! All right. With that cue, we are taking a look at One Cut of the Dead. It is a comedy drama horror about a hack director and film crew who are shooting a low-budget zombie movie in an abandoned World War II Japanese facility when they are attacked by real zombies. Dun, dun, dun. Before we begin, we do want to wish you a spoiler warning because this episode will contain potential spoilers. So if you have not seen One Cut of the Dead, we highly recommend pausing this episode and getting yourself a big old tasty popcorn as well as a tasty beverage and watching this streaming. That's right. Streaming, because for the first time in, what, a month, two months, almost two months, we're going back to a not new movie. So, yes, I think since Hereditary Episode 4, this is our first, uh, you know, older movie. But if you have not seen it for yourself, pause the episode, go watch it for yourself. For everybody else, let's begin. All right. So I picked this movie and Mm -hmm. I was excited to pick this movie. So I first heard about this movie not that long ago. I saw like an article online that said, you know, this, you got to check this movie out. And I'm like, okay, what is this movie? Sure. Why not? And then not that long after, I think somebody like one of my friends on Facebook posted something that's like, this is an amazing movie. You have to check this out. I'm like, I'm like, all right, this movie sounds really cool. I love, I love movies about making movies. Yeah. I I agree. Some of my favorite movies are about like the movie process. So, When I started watching this movie, I'm like, it's all right, you know, it's like it's like low budget, but it's kind of meta and like it's fun. Oh, and then I got it. And and then it gets into the movie, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. I know. I was, same here. I was like, when it was first going on, I was like, oh, this movie sucks. <laughs> you know, it was like just all the shakiness and everything uh-huh. like okay I, I guess part of the movie but maybe they actually have a very very low budget uh-huh. you know? and just things kept going so awkward during the right. fake movie so i'm like this is bad uh-huh. you know and then and it was like one cut of the dead when it uh-huh. appears at the very end i was like is this the actual movie is it that short you know and then at that oh, point, you're God. like, you know, something's coming. You're like, okay, is there a twist where, like, you know, it's... I, I was thinking they were going to go, like, darker with it. Like, it's still a horror right. movie, you know, because... So, to clarify for everybody watching, listening, if you have not seen the movie, but you're still listening to us, first off, what the hell? Second off, so the first half an hour of this movie is basically... a, f- uh, It's like a fake zombie movie within right. a zombie movie. And oh, you're watching it, and you're like, okay, it's like it's it's one long take. You're like, all these crazy things are right. going on, and then by the point you get to that thirty minute mark, you're like, okay, like there's no way that they can keep this going for another hour. So is there gonna be? There has to be some sort of big reveal, which there is, right. 
but I was not expecting the reveal. I was yeah, thinking I, I wasn't either. Yeah. And I think the the description for this movie sort of fakes you out because you're like, okay, yeah. then real zombies attack. So you're thinking like, okay, they're pretending to make a zombie movie, but then there's going to be real zombies. And I kept thinking right. of like, I don't know if you ever saw George Romero's uh, Diary of the Dead, which is basically no, a found fo- Okay, so it's like a found footage zombie movie, which is about these film students making a zombie movie that turns into uh, a zombie movie. Okay. And it's not it's okay. It's 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 not that good. And I was like, okay, is that what this movie's going to be? And it wasn't. It was so no. much different. It was so much better. Yeah, I, I did not expect the reveal at all. The whole behind the scenes of how how they actually made it. I was like, huh. But yeah. then I was like, when <laughs> I started laughing because it was just so good. It was like, there's awesome. so many good moments. That My favorite has to be the, the the dude pooping. The dude pooping. <laughs> <laughs> because when, so, okay. So for clarification, within the 30 minutes of the fake movie, there's things that happen that you're like, as you mentioned, it's like, it's awkward. They hear a noise yeah. outside and you're like, oh, what was that? Okay. But then they mm-hmm. explain it later because right. so there's one character who's completely drunk and the director basically has to like it's wrangle like him. him. Yeah, yeah. Like puppet him. And then there's one dude who's like, he goes out, which is Did weird. You like, crawling out. Yeah. Cause you're like, okay, why is this guy, the boom operator being so casual when there's like all this craziness and then you realize that he has diarrhea (laughs) which is so funny because throughout the movie he's like is this soft water i emailed i emailed about this but i emailed you how do you do how do you know if this is the right way i emailed you i know he's literally as they're filming he's literally pooping while they're putting makeup on him he's like crying i'm like i'm so sorry it's so funny. And I knew you would appreciate this movie because we've been uh, there. So we've been there. We we yeah. know the behind the scenes. We that's know what I love about works. this movie. And I figured you would, you know, if you could get past that first half hour, you're going to yeah. love the rest of this movie. Exactly. Like I said, it, it really turned me off the first half hour. But then, it, then I started to appreciate it. Yeah. I actually tear up at the end, you know, rewatching it. Especially with the father-daughter relationship, I'm just like, oh. um, and he shows her the picture. Yeah, it's just a re- and uh, and what I love about this movie is that it's that like low budget filmmaking where it's like you have to just figure it out on the go. You know, they basically their their crane broke, so they had to make up a, a man made crane. Oh, yeah. It's literally it's literally the producer, the actors. You know, not just all yeah. the actors, but it's like the it's like the, the one crew. guy. This this guy, if I could point the right direction, this guy who's like the right big name talent he's literally on the bottom of like the crane you right. know just because just because they want to get the shot you know it's about yeah, the art yeah. of, of, of of filmmaking which i think is the point yeah. sort of the point of the movie is you know that d- the director is supposed to be this like just kind of gun for hire kind of filmmaker right yeah, like not, he, he's not so like he's cheap he's fast but always average yes so he's not yeah. hired to make something artful he's just they just wanted to get it done but he right. actually, you know, it's about being artful in the process, which I love about this movie. Yeah. I like anyway, that. I, I, I talked too much. So you please, Chris, your opinion. I mean, you pretty much said exactly what I was thinking. You know, I, I love the, the way that the director went for for the artsy way. You know, even when he was improvising, it was like he's actually putting his life in there. Yeah. I, I There's a, it's that. a great fake out because... That first half an hour, you're like, oh my god, this director, I hate this guy. He's I know. A, he's, a, he's a jerk. 
You know? I know. But then you actually, he's, but then he's the most sympathetic person you care about, essentially, the rest of the movie. Yeah, especially when you see him go back into, like, the 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 tech room you know like he's so he's so humble to the, yes. the producer so like oh okay <laughs> right you know but yeah no i, I know that it's his daughter that's daughter. like no you need to oh yeah you know, oh go page 16 go just make this like happen. Her, just like her dad mm-hmm. you know which which i also love too that she kind of like wants to go into the industry same as him you right. know but uh <laughs> <laughs> the fa- oh, and I love that the very end where the credits are rolling that you see the behind the scenes of the movie of right, the movie of the movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, like, oh, okay. I, I like that. I, re- I really it's great. So and- this movie, um, you know, like I said, I had just heard about this movie not that long ago, but this movie mm-hmm. has like so. First off, this movie's been remade in like from a. Oh. So do you know the movie The Artist, the one that Best Picture yeah. like ten years ago? That filmmaker remade this movie. Like a year uh, ago. Okay. Um, I don't think it's as good. I haven't seen it. And then this uh, this same movie has a spinoff as well. Yeah. Okay. Which I've not been able to find. It's it's hard to find. But it, there's this movie actually has a spinoff, which if I can find it, I think it's literally the same name. But it just okay, says, we'll um, I think it's One Cut of the Dead in Hollywood or something like that. Uh, um, okay. Let me see if I can find it. Well, um the, when I, I mentioned the the one cut of the dead to the guys, you know, if they wanted to see it or anything like that. And then JP was the only one like, oh, one cut of the dead. Yes, good choice. I like that one. Like, oh, he's oh. seen it. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. He's seen it. Shout out so, to JP if you're if you're listening or watching. Thank you for yes. thank, thank you, you for, for appreciating this, this movie. Because <laughs> yeah, this movie's not I've not, you know. I guess I haven't heard of it. I've not really talked to anybody about this movie, but after I saw this movie the first time, I texted a couple of my buddies. I'm like, you guys need to watch this movie. This is a great movie. And my one buddy texted me back. He's like, I love that movie, which I found funny because he doesn't like horror. And this movie's not horror, but from really? the, when you when you look at it from the outside perspective of like the poster, it's like, this is kind of a horror movie, but it right. really isn't. You know, nobody no, actually it's, dies. It's all it's all yeah. pretending the making of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I know this movie reminded me of another movie. Uh, was it uh, Living in Oblivion? Remember that one? Oh yes, with Steve Buscemi. Right? Oh my yes. god, that's a great one too. It reminded it, me of this one so much from yes. like the improvising and you have to keep going and going and going and going. You know, right? Like yeah. that's it, another great I one. Anybody hasn't seen Living in Oblivion, it's a great cast. Steve Buscemi, Catherine Keener. We watched that in school. It's basically all about it's all mm-hmm. about the anxieties of making a movie. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, anybody anybody that's been through the creative process of just trying to make something, I think, can relate you to this movie. Because, this yeah, even if it, you know, what I love about this movie is that they're technically making like, they're, they're almost making like a play because it's a live broadcast. So it's almost like right. a stage play. And, you know, they can't cut. That's the whole point of it is that it's literally a live broadcast. So they right, have to get right. it, you know, spot on, which I love. So it's about the, you know, the, the things that they have to think of throughout that, you know, there's and like the, the one part where they wanted to like cut to like a, like a, almost like a commercial, but the daughter's like, no, 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 do this, do this, do this. And it's like all the behind the scenes that oh, I, yeah. I really, really like. 
Well, I also loved it, the the fact that when they had to put in like the fake bodies and the blood and everything, they were like spot on, quick, mm -hmm. on, on hand, ready to go, bucket full of blood and everything. Yes. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I, I like that part because I'm always the, the, the art guy, you know, in the movie, right. when we're making stuff. So like, I really appreciated all those special effects. And just the detail of like when you go you like for me, this is my second time watching this. So I kind of know what's going on. And I was able to kind of keep an eye on those things. And I'm just like, you know, like literally how they they film it within the first 30 something minutes, and then you mm -hmm. they show you filming it. It just it's just so yeah. well done and put together. Yeah, it really so, is. Yeah. Um no, this movie's got it. a lot of highlights for me. There's really no downfalls to it. No. This movie is just it's 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 so it's funny, it's really funny, especially after that first half an hour because that first half an hour is very straight, like cheesy. Yeah. It almost feels like you're watching like a student zombie movie. It really did. Like, yeah. it's like like I said, it. I was thinking to myself, this sucks. Like, why did he <laughs> recommend this movie? Right. So you got to get past that first half an hour, but then. It makes you appreciate that first half an hour once you get to that point. Yes. So, yes. you know, I feel like it has a good underlining thing of family, things like that. Yeah, you know, chasing your dreams, not, not, um, you know, because kind of the director, he's the one that you know kind of gives in. You know, it's 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 about not giving in and just you know working not together for, for for less. Yeah, and that's what I like about filmmaking in general is you know working together as a team to make yeah. it all come together and that's what they do they just make it work you know let's take a look at imdb and rotten tomatoes so Chris, okay imdb what are you what are you thinking i'm thinking it's a 7.6 good for you 7.6 on the dot i'm trying to get it right yes. <laughs> you finally got it right yep it's got a 7.6 in imdb it's got an 86 metascore really good uh Ooh. rotten tomatoes really nice 100 percent tomato Ooh, meter and nice. 87 percent audience score so yeah Not bad. really it's good pretty good yeah it just goes to show that clearly the foreign films are doing it better than hollywood i mean so i'm gonna say been like that for decades so <laughs> <laughs> hot quiz hot shot two guys watch a movie who remembers the most about it? Well, let's find out. This is how it works. Chris and I will go back and forth asking the multiple choice questions that we each came up with. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. Hopefully me. Well, it's been a while. It is. It has. It has. I'm trying to think of the last victory you've had. It's been at least three yeah. or four weeks. I think Evil Dead was the last one you had. So it's it's been a minute. Yeah. For our audience members... Feel free to play along. Who knows? You might do better than us. Comment and let us know how you did. Or you can email us at crosscutpodcast at gmail.com. Now that we've established the rules, let's play. Okay. All right. So technically, I picked this week's movie, so I'm going to ask the first question. Round one. I'll start you off nice and easy. I think I think you need a, right. a, an easy layup here. How many takes does the crew say they've shot in the opening scene? Was it A, 22? B, 32, C, 42, or D, 52? 42. Correct, the mundo. 42 is correct. Yes, I mentioned it a few correct. times that they're on their 42nd take. 
Which, mm-hmm. my God, 42 takes is like yeah, making the Stanley that's Kubrick a, movie. That, oh, God. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. I got a fairly, very easy one for you. All right. What was the weapon that they used throughout the movie? Was it A, axe, B, sword, C, stick, D, boom pole? Well, it's an axe. Yes. <laughs> I literally can see it over my. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I do love the scene. I got to say, where she's hiding in the shed and you see the light. It just magically appears. I know. But then it's but then you find out later that it's just a dude standing there with a shirt that says "Pick up the axe." Yeah. <laughs> so many things were explaining. More just like the 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 guy when the camera goes on the ground like this, and you see the guy like I can't get up. <laughs> Round two. What is now? Who is the wife of the yeah. director? What is now's self defense catchphrase? Was it a soy? B, palm, C, hop, or D, mock. Yes, palm's correct. I love that though too, because like you see that in the beginning, but then it's literally just her going off the rails at the end every time, going palm. <laughs> I started laughing. I couldn't help it. That's right. funny. Question for you: What kind of facility were they filming at? Was it A, a power plant, B, water filtration facility, C, cement factory, or D, meat processing f- factory? It was B, water filtration. Okay. okay. You paid it. I do remember that. Uh, yeah, I remember that one specifically. Round three. Here we go. Chris and I are tied three to three. Okay. What movie character does Mal, the daughter, so what movie character does Mal wear on her shirt when her family is watching her father's project at home? Was it A, Travis Bickle, B, Tony Montana, C, Jack Torrance, or D, Don Corleone? Jack Torrance. I'm sorry. Wrong. That's the wrong answer. <gasps> Jack Torrance was later wearing Travis Bickle in that one. Yes, you're right. Uh, I knew that one was going to be tricky because she starts off wearing a Scarface shirt. Yeah. Then she wears a Travis Bickle uh, taxi driver shirt. Yeah. And then then later she wears The Shining. Uh, I got them mixed up. Ah, that was tricky. All right. I got one for you. What other place does the small star of David appear? Is it A, roof, B, door, C, window, D, wall? I'm going to say door. I'm sorry. Wrong. That's the wrong answer. It was the wall. The wall of the shed. Oh, when she's entering the shed. Yeah. I was thinking it was on the, I was thinking the shed, but I was thinking it was on the door. No, because the door's already open. She just goes through. Oh, true, true, true. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Round number four. We're still technically (laughs) tied. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Which fake crew member is the first to be turned into a zombie? Was it A, the assistant director, B, the sound guy, C, 
director of photography, or D, makeup artist? I don't remember the, the roles, but Posada, the one that was drunk. Which role was he, though? That's technically yes, but what was his role? He was the DP. Correct. He was the DP. Yeah, because I remember he had a camera with him. So Yes, yes he was the DP. Or as they said in their DOP, he said the All DOP. Right. DOP. Yes. Sure. He was the director of photography. Uh, the fake one, not the real one. <laughs> right, the real right. one fell down, and which I also love that part where you just see the camera fall down for like a whole minute and then it finally gets up. And then you realize it's the, the real DP That's had why. a back issue and then the girl had to take over, which was also great. And then she got to do her little zoom in, zoom out kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. But it's not cheesy. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What kind of drink did Hosada, the deep, the fake DP, drink to get drunk? Was it A, Japanese whiskey, B, Japanese rum, C, nigori, or D, sake? Sake. Correct the mundo. That drunk DP. That was funny. I like when he's just doing his like moves, which confuses you in the beginning, but then I think he's just drunk doing like crazy like moves later on. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Oh, that was great. All right. Round five. We are currently tied seven seven. I'm gonna go with my trickiest remaining question. Are you ready? Okay. When Mao the daughter is talking to her mom, which is not a hobby she mentions her mom trying. Was it A, yoga, B, horseback riding, C, ballroom dancing, or D, Hawaiian dancing? I'm going to guess here horseback riding. Correct, Horseback riding is correct. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember her saying that. Okay. It's it's one line of dialogue. I'm surprised because I thought I would have got you because there's two dancings. I thought maybe um, I would have went with one of them. So coming into the final question, uh, I need to get this right to tie it, which means we would go to sudden death. Well, okay. What is the only thing that the bald actor, the sound guy, can drink? Was it A, purified water, B, hard water, C, soft water, D, fruit punch? I believe it was soft water. Correct, Mundo. Oh. Oh. It's our first sudden death. So, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) we are currently tied 12 to 12 after five rounds. Which means that on our 11th episode of Crosscut, we are finally going to Sudden Death. We are going to play a game called Movie Actor. One person will start by naming an actor that appeared in the headlining film. Now, I don't think we can do that for this movie because <laughs> we don't really know anybody else, anybody, no. any other movies. So we're going to have to adjust it a little bit. So... We're going to name uh, an actor that appeared in a movie. So, for example, if the movie is, let's say, Titanic, I could say Leo DiCaprio, which Chris would then have to name a different movie that Leo has appeared in. 
Now, you cannot use the same actor or movie twice. However, right. sequels, prequels, and such are allowed. Yes. Once one person is incorrect or stumped, the opposing person will need to knock them out by correctly answering the question at hand. Yes. You can also challenge if you believe that an answer is correct. For example, you think Al Pacino's in the Dark Knight. I'm going to challenge that. Of course. Which I would win. So yeah, 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 let's go for it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I'm excited now because I picked the movie. I feel like yeah, it's only fair that you no, no, I was going to say you go first because you're you're the away team in a sense. So the away team would typically okay. go first. So now you we would start with a, an actor, actress, and then we would go from okay. there. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. Let's go with Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. I'm going to go with Batman oh, Forever. Aye, okay. Um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. I'm going to go with The Truman Show. Ed Harris. Ed, good one. Ed Harris. For Ed Harris, I'm going to go with, I'll say Apollo 13. Huh. Okay. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Forrest Gump. Uh, um. Forrest Gump. Really. <laughs> um. Crap. I forgot his name. Oh no, Chris. Wait, 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 wait. Forrest Gump. I think of a few. I can't remember the last names. <laughs> Can the first name count? Uh, no. Unless it's Madonna. <laughs> oh. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Haley Joel Osment. Wow. Yes, that is correct. Haley Joel Osment as Forrest Gump's son. Yep. All right, Forrest uh, Haley Joel Osment. I'm gonna go with. I mean, I can go with the obvious. Just go with the obvious. Please. All right, the Sixth Sense. All right, Bruce Willis. Die Hard. Alan Rickman. Oh, so who else are you gonna go with? Yeah. Yeah. Alan Rickman. Let's go with Love Actually. Oh, come on. You can't think of anybody else from Love Actually, which has eight, eight different actors in it. Uh, okay, hold on. Um, Andrew Lincoln. Yes, Andrew Lincoln. Wow. You <laughs> had to go there. <sighs> it's hard not to think Walking Dead, right? It's the only thing I can think of. I but know. Here's the I, thing. To stump me, you I have know. to also name. I know. I mean, Andrew Lincoln. That's the thing is he's not done a lot of movies. I know. He's well, done more TV. Maybe in his early days, but. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything. So you can stump me if you can name a movie. Fortunately, I can't. Okay. 
so we have to start over. Alright. But this time you have to start, right? Okay, I'm gonna start. And I'm gonna start with <laughs> Steve Corral. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Morgan Freeman. The Bucket List. Bucket List. Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Anger Management. <laughs> all right, all right. Adam Sandler. Fifty First Dates. Sean Astin. Oh yeah. Um. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Orlando Bloom. Pirates of the Caribbean, Black, uh, Black Pearl. Jeffrey Rush. Oh. The King's Speech. Elena Barnum Car- Carter. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Yeah, he kind of go with it. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Anthony Michael Hall. Ooh, oh. Weird Science. Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. Gotta go for it. Hmm. I could give you one that might trip you up. Go for it. Peter Billingsley. I know the name. I can't picture the face. Give up? I can't, I can't think of it. I can't see his face. He was Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Oh, I've never seen The Christmas Story, so... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And the worst thing is, I have And it. you give me crap about interview with with the vampire? <laughs> wow. It's the vampire movie, Wow. The worst part is that I do have the movie on DVD and I still haven't watched it. My goodness. You have just a sh- you have just shamed Americans everywhere. Oh. <laughs> well, congratulations to Josh once again for being this week's winner of Pop Quiz Hot Shot. Uh, if you want to help support the show, you can do so in multiple ways. One way is to hit that like button. You can also hit the button for the subscribe to subscribe to the channel. Uh, or if you want to uh, donate, you can also donate to us at buymeacoffee.com slash crosscut. Whether it be a one-time or monthly donation, anything helps. Yes. And thank you for everyone who's watching or listening. Cut, print, moving on. <laughs>